down to the neighborhood where it feels like your childhood. Your friendly neighborhood by gives it her all, bringing you the local hall. All kinds of comics, classic and new, Marvel, DC, and Indies too. Readers and creators in unity, welcome to our community. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the neighborhood and welcome to your friendly neighborhood comic show where every week we keep hope, give help and share comics with all. Uh, in case you don't know, I'm your host, Lauren, your friendly neighborhood by and today is actually our 14th huddle or episode and we are talking uh, number ones and pride still because, um, well, why not? It's pride month and it should be pride all the time. So, um, but that said, happy Pride, everybody. I hope everybody is staying safe, having fun, however you celebrate. Or if you just like to stay at home and cuddle in your bed, reading comics, that's a perfect way to celebrate, too. You cannot go wrong. Um, quick reminder, um, we are doing a giveaway at 100 subscribers. Um, so once we hit 100 subs on the channel, we'll be giving out a Spider-Man set of comics and an indie set of comics. So that means two people can win, which is very exciting. Um, so if you haven't already, just get your friends, your mom, if your dog has a YouTube for some reason, um, just get them to subscribe because we're so close. I believe we're at 79, 80, somewhere around there. So we're not too far away. Um, so be sure y'all do that and check it out so we can get that going. And I wanted to show you guys, before we get into our first segment today, um, my mail call I got. Um, so if you guys remember, a um, couple weeks ago, uh, or one of the earlier episodes of the show, actually, um, I got um, a show, uh, sorry, I got Jeff Schiller, who uh, writes uh, Magic Powder, um, that Kickstarter, talked about it. So I wanted to show you guys that I got them in yesterday. So that's number one that's been out for a while. And then this is number two. And there's even some little stickers that we got with them, which I think they're really cute. But I'm also a sucker for a little blue creature. So I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but anyway, so um, if any of you guys back to Magic Powder Kickstarter that we talked about here on the show a while ago, um, I'd love to see your books when you got them in or just hear your thoughts on what you thought of the story. Um, let me know. We'd love to see you. Um, that said, um, the chat is awake, so I think we need to do our neighborhood check-in real quick here. That was the wrong one. Yes, this is my favorite a little segment transitions. Um, so good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, DC Patrol was first in the chat today. Good to see ya using the uh, Canadian neighbors there. And Eric is here today. Um, we're going to come back to that because there's something special for Eric today. And Chris Evans is here. Yes, the real one, guys. This is this is the only one. I, I don't know this actor you're talking about. Um, good to see you, Chris. And Anas is here. I'm glad you were able to make it. And it's evening for you. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And they got it right. It is Eric's birthday. Um, it's technically tomorrow, but we're going to celebrate today, tomorrow, every possible day. Um, neighbor Eric is super lovely. Um, he's a good friend of mine as well. Um, he actually gave me the Supergirl hat out of nowhere one day. Um, 
he's such a kind heart, such a good part of the community. Um, so I have a really tiny, quick video for him here. Super quick. Super quick. If you haven't uh, said happy birthday to Eric, please do. Um, in case you don't know him well, he's a huge fan of things like Star Trek, uh, Poison Ivy, especially the Harley Quinn show version, Huntress. Um, he's just such a lovely human being. So if you haven't, reach out to him, say hi, get to know another nerd. It's always a great time. Um, but that said, I think we should bring in um, our guests today. They're waiting patiently in uh, the green room. I can't wait to have them on. Um, our first guest is a good friend of mine uh, from Twitter. We've been mutuals for a while and we finally get to actually talk to each other and all that. Um, she's a contributor for Everyone Media. She's a wonderful human being. Please welcome Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, thank you for having me and happy birthday, Eric. Yes, yeah. we love birthdays in the neighborhood. Well, how are you, Jamie? I'm doing well, doing well. It's a rainy Sunday here in Florida, but we're getting by. Oh, you're in Florida. Bless you. I'm so mm -hmm. sorry. <laughs> uh, you have a meal near to protect the house, but I, mm -hmm. I think you said mm -hmm. earlier when we were talking, you have like a ton of them, right? Yeah, I have the Lego one, another one, the one down there. My daughter has the like the toy like Nerf gun one. <laughs> um, I've got one of my keychain. Um, yeah, they're strewn throughout the house. Plenty of meal nears in this house. So no matter who breaks in or what have you, you've got one in the room. Yep. Oh, and I have a Stormbreaker. I always forget that I have this one. The Stormbreaker right here in the back oh, as well. Nice! So, yeah. And, and the catch is, guys, uh, I cannot lift Mjolnir, but Jamie can. That's why she has all of them. She is worthy. Exactly. Exactly. I'm very it. worthy because I have so many. Quantity matters here, guys. It's just quantity, I guess. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to have you on, Jamie. Thank and you for uh, joining us today is uh, a new creator uh, who's just on the rise. Uh, he's got this awesome book uh, called Mara on Kickstarter right now. So we wanted to bring him on so he can, you know, share his thoughts on other comic things, but also share with us his great book that's doing so on Kickstarter. So if you guys will join me in welcoming Dylan Goss. How you doing, Dylan? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I love how up close you are. It's it's very personal. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is the camera I have. Uh by the way, it's um it's after midnight in Taiwan. So happy birthday, Eric. Yes, love it, love it. We've got some people in the chat. Eric is actually in Florida too, Jamie. So don't oh, feel alone. You're you're not the only uh, Florida person. And Chris did not know there's a Nerf version of mm -hmm. Mjolnir. It's one with you. Yeah, it's the uh, the Nerf thing goes in the top. You cock it and you just slam the hammer down and it shoots out. That's amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Our dogs love it. <laughs> I feel like we need to find a way to somehow have a virtual nerf fight on the air someday. I don't know how. Oh, yeah. We'll go. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I think you destroy us all. I'm kind of afraid. Can I be on your team? <laughs> we'll see. If you're worthy enough. <laughs> I have to qualify. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. And I, what ammo is that behind you, Dylan? Is that a dog? No, that's, uh, that's my rabbit patches. 
Rabbits. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, he's a and... Holland Lop, great family animal, very tolerant of my children. Thank goodness, because children can be hard. Like, I love kids, but they can be hard to tolerate sometimes. Yeah. And Anas says that they love your shirt, Jamie, trans rights. Yep, yep, yep. That's why I got it. And now Chris wants a Nerf gun to annoy the dog. This was great advice, Jamie. Thank you. Anyway, I can help the community. <laughs> uh, so with that said, speaking of the community, um, usually the first thing I like to do after bringing everybody in is on Twitter every week, uh, our show's Twitter does a poll to add a fictional character, you know, usually a comic character to our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And this week, we got to vote on uh, the nosiest neighbor, as in the one who gets their nose and everything. Or I think some people took it literally and they said nose as in a physical nose. Um, so real quick, while we're sitting on this, think about who you guys think one might be on this poll. And two, if you saw who you think won, because I'm going to do a quick segment change here and we're going to talk about who won. All right, so this week, our poll was for Nosiest Neighbor, as I said. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Jamie and Dylan, and who you would have voted for if you didn't get to vote. But this week, um, our friend Emmett Davis, who is on the show, um, Gathering of the Geeks with Chris Evans there. Um, great show, Sunday night. So if you're watching today, check it out later tonight. Uh, the Nosiest Neighbor. Um, the one that it's in everyone's business. We had The Question from DC. We had Destiny from Marvel. We had Lois Lane. And then we had Spider-Ham somehow. Um, and Spider-Ham won with 36.4% out of all these options. And that's um, a character I don't think about very often. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what are y'all's like, thoughts on this? I feel like that was a literal interpretation of Nosiest. I mean, <laughs> yeah. although like... I could see if I was grilling out, I would have him sort of floating into my yard, like in <laughs> like in the Spider Verse movie. I could see that definitely happening. Yeah, I think I think people wanted to um, have some good old uh, uh, internet fun with with <laughs> the answer oh, yeah. for that one. Dylan, oh, yeah. what'd you think? Would you have picked Spider Ham for I that one? I would have liked to nominate Peter Parker's landlord, landlady. <laughs> Uh, she was she was all up in his business like multiple times an issue just right there what are you yeah. doing where's rent you know i think that's a good point and i don't <laughs> think we talk about enough because you know with <laughs> heroes and villains we're talking about these big larger than light things but we don't get down to the nitty-gritty of it yeah. yeah she was she was a major character what can i say she appears in <laughs> most episodes you know, when uh, when he got this, when he got the big check, I remember this one very clearly. I read a lot of Spider-Man growing up. And I remember this one very clearly. He's, uh, you know, he stopped a um, a robbery uh, in plain clothes. He wasn't in his super suit, and they they uh, burned his apartment. He had to get all new furniture, and he got a check for a bunch of new furniture. And his landlady comes in and starts ragging on him again, and he's like, "Fine, I'll just sign over the check, and I'll be ahead on rent." And she's like, "Oh." Peter Parker is a head on rent. <laughs> <laughs> what? How is that possible? You can get that's ahead so on your rent? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somehow. I think that's a great nomination. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, uh, he, 
He was the first OnlyFans uh, star, right? He was selling pictures <laughs> of himself. <laughs> Spider Man, yo, I can see the, I can see it on like some big like site, right? Just headline Spider Man, the first OnlyFans star, and everybody loses their fucking mind. I might have to write that article and credit Just, you, Dylan. The menace of OnlyFans. He's a menace. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Were you going to say something, Jamie? I was going to say, I, I'm surprised Emma Frost was, because I would pick Emma Frost as the nosiest, just because I, I think any telepath is going to be the nosiest. And she seems uh. to have a really hard time, like, shutting it off, yeah. you know? And like, then, she's really powerful, but she can't really shut yeah. it off very well. And yeah. I say this as an Emma Frost, like, diehard fan, but, like, I know if she was in my neighborhood, she'd be up in the business and eventually running the neighborhood association because she would know all the business. Listen, every and I, I have put Emma on so many it. polls. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many polls and she never wins. It's 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 anti-blonde. It's it's it's, it's, it's it very is. meta. It's very meta, you know. She doesn't, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't win in the comics either, so <laughs> what are you going to do? She tries. Well, she and I tries. like they brought up Emma Frost too because the Cuckoo Sisters. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like, they're even nosier than Emma. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that house in the neighborhood just don't come near. Yeah, you, you yeah. can't come near it. Um, and back to what we were saying earlier with uh, Pierre Parker OnlyFans. Uh, we got mm-hmm. web pics. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris, I think it's a great idea. I think you should start it. Um, I don't know who's going to be doing the picks, but you can found that website. <laughs> At least J. Jonah Jameson will finally get his picture to Spider-Man. Are we just calling Jameson out, guys? I mean, happy pride, I guess. I mean, yeah. Why can't we call him out? <laughs> hey, you say what you will about JJJ, but he didn't He didn't sell out his photographer, you know? No. No. He, he, was, he was under threat of death, no. and he refused to sell parker out it's true it's true he he has his moments Mm -hmm. um so out of the people in this poll is there would is there somebody you would have voted for over spider ham between lois lane destiny or the question the question i i think i would have gone with the question yeah i probably would have done destiny like i would have been in that 4.5 percent saying destiny probably is going to be the one I thought that was a really fun choice because if you think about it, she she really can't control her powers mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as much as people think because she's just going to see a future and know what you're doing in 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. she just knows everything instantly. No, mm-hmm. no warning, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to know if you're doing something that offends the neighborhood before you even do it. And she she writes them down in diaries. It's gonna become mm-hmm. Mean Girls. Somebody's gonna find these diaries and make them burn books. <laughs> the mean uh, X Men Mean Girls books. Yes, yes. I would buy it. Listen. I mean, is it that you? far off from the canon X Men though? You got no. you got like no. okay. Look <laughs> at um. Oh, what's a, what's a good example with uh, the astounding X-Men? You had Kitty Pride and uh, Emma Frost at each other's throats, and they were they were getting real catty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but now they're like best friends. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine now, yeah. yeah. Which I love. I love. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it works. I, I gotta mm-hmm. say, I think they're getting... I mean, Immortal X-Men is 
Hmm? Basically a reality show, mm -hmm. just better written. And I'm enjoying yeah. every second of it. Yeah. I I'm I'm app waiting it. Because I was like, I want to read all the X-Men books, but I can't afford to read all the X-Men books. So <laughs> Marvel Unlimited. That's how I'm gonna do that. Yeah, well, and uh I it's funny because most of the X-Men books aren't they're not doing the same thing for me right now. So mm -hmm. a lot of them I'm dropping, except Immortal X-Men and X-Men Red. And I can tell mm -hmm. you. Jamie, you and I are going to be crying over issue three because I saw a leak for issue three of Immortal X-Men and it's so gay and it's so <sighs> Victorian romantic and I need it. It's going to be so good, Jamie. I need more gay in my X-Men, period. Yeah. I need more gay in my comic books, period. You know, not just one month of it. <sighs> I mean, that's true. And uh, if you don't know, uh, if you don't watch mm -hmm. the show, Chris Evans here, he's a mm -hmm. huge fan of uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Sinister, but he, as he calls him, Nathaniel. Um, and he is a big part of Immortal, so that's that's another fun reason to read Immortal. I just I just finished reading Hellions, all of Oh Hellions, my god, that's the, the best! And I loved reading him, but also hate him so much. Yeah. Like he is like the the one after um, they all get killed after uh, coming back, and he's like whining like my Hellions, my beloved Hellions, someone resurrect them. And they're like, are we just gonna let him keep going? Like. <laughs> We resurrected them already, and they're like, let him have it. Let him have it. Like, he's yeah. so bombastic and just ridiculous. I hate him because of yeah. just like his conniving, but like, I'll read it. Hell yeah. Exactly. He, he, is, he is just so entertaining, and I like the way they've leaned into his, his bombasticness the last mm -hmm. couple of years. It's really working mm -hmm. for him, and unfortunately, um, he's probably part of the community, so, you know, we it's just one of the bad apples we are going to have fun with. <laughs> he's the one putting up the audacious Christmas lights every year, and you're just like, just come on, man. Like, it is too bright. <laughs> come on. No one likes Christmas that much. Just, just stop. <laughs> he... like Santa with capes yes okay actually now i need to see him doing christmas can you imagine oh, they yeah. should have a gala every season <laughs> oh yeah i think give russell dadaman all of them just just have him do it all yeah exactly mm -hmm. i mean imagine if him and emma could work together and just do galas every single year they'd want to kill each other but they'd pull off an amazing show oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh, Eric says, Uncanny X-Men's Christmas Vacation. Yes. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Hand it over. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially if you get Zeb Wells to write it. He's the one who wrote Hellions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need him to come I back. I think Zeb Wells would do great on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's come back. Uh, but that said, uh, I'm sorry, guys. We got an X-Men tangent. It, it happens here, you know, when you put X-Men lovers in the same room. Uh, uh, it's you just you know what? I'm not, I'm not even mad. My son's name is Logan. Really? Nice. Yep. Nice. That's Excellent. awesome. Yes, Chris, you won. It got hijacked with Sinister Talk. Congratulations. I swear every episode Chris tries to do this every time and it works. I just fall for it. I don't know better. Just drop Sinister in there. Yeah. Yep. That's all it takes. Uh, but that said, guys, that was our poll results. Uh, our nosiest neighbor is Spider Ham. So he's literally going to, if you're doing something, he's going to stick his nose in the room. Instantly, doesn't matter what you're doing. Giant red nose is in the room. Um, so if you guys uh want to vote on uh the polls and you haven't, make sure you're following the Twitter uh mm -hmm. at MBD Comic Show. 
um, so that you can vote. And if you guys have suggestions on what you would like to see next week's poll be about, which will be up tomorrow, let me know in the chat. I would love to see what you guys think um, because we need some good ideas. Um, But that said, this last week was huge for number ones Mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody else noticed that like it was like number one this number one that number Mm -hmm. one number one Mm -hmm. there were like 20 at least or something yeah yeah were there any in particular that you liked a lot jamie um i think poison ivy was the one that came away being my favorite Mm -hmm. um because i had poison ivy the teen titans multiversity one number one nubia number one Mm -hmm. and there was another one i can't remember off the top of my head that I read. Um, oh yeah, Andromeda. Uh-huh. Um, and I think yeah, Poison Ivy was my favorite. I think that set up. I think the best story continuing on. It got me. I mean, I was already excited to read more Poison Ivy, but that, like, you know, you have those moments where you're, like, you're excited for number one, and it just doesn't quite get there. Uh-huh. Um, it got there, and even more so. I thought the art was fantastic. I think G Willow Wilson's writing was on point again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really interested to see what happens with um, with Pam as she goes through this story. So, yeah, I think that would be the number one for me. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I love the Nubia book and literally mm-hmm. Stephanie Williams writes something mm-hmm. and I buy it right now. Like, that's my policy. Um, yep. And it's a phenomenal book, the Nubia mm-hmm. book. DC Pride was enjoyable. And Aquaman mm-hmm. Andromeda is a beautiful book, particularly mm-hmm. visually. Uh, Christian yeah. Ward's art is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, that Poison Ivy book, its it puts her as a character in mm-hmm. a very new direction that's mm-hmm. good, I think. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of fans of Harley and Ivy together were very mm-hmm. upset in the Harley book when yeah. you know they decided to part ways for mm-hmm. now. Because mm-hmm. Harley had grown and Ivy was mm-hmm. still need to do her own growth. Mm-hmm. Made sense to me. Other people got yeah. really upset. I love that in this, not only mm-hmm. do we see how much Ivy is still a villain and she does mm-hmm. have room to grow, but she's, mm-hmm. you can see that growth is going to come because yeah. she still truly does love Harley and stuff. And that is impacting every decision mm-hmm. she makes, which is crazy. So yeah. I agree. It was freaking phenomenal. And the body horror, that mm-hmm. shit with the fungus. Oh my God. That was insane. Oh yeah. And just the way, like, she just takes out those two guys who follow her out, out of the bar. She just, like, mm-hmm. punch, kick, I'm done. Be be my fun guy, you know? <laughs> be my fun guy. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... I'm, I'm very excited to see Poison Ivy finally get her, hopefully, knock on wood, her chance mm-hmm. to shine on her own. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Harley's had it for a while now. Even yeah. though her growth has still taken time, she's got it. Mm-hmm. And she's been around mm-hmm. far less mm-hmm. for a less period of time, obviously, mm-hmm. a short period of time than yeah. Ivy. And so after all yeah. these decades, <laughs> she's finally getting to evolve. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I've read any of Wilson's work before, mm-hmm. but this was mm-hmm. phenomenal. So I'm going to yeah. be checking out more of her work as yeah. well. I'm, and I think it it's what I've liked is I've liked how Stephanie Phillips has taken um harley quinn on a journey of being like how to be better i'm trying to be better let me be better Uh and i like that now poison ivy is getting the chance to have that same growth and that same thing when they had the breakup in harley quinn i was like i remember twitter just being so upset at that Uh it's okay i have faith it's okay she's right you know poison ivy needs some growth at at this point and we're gonna get that and i'm so happy that 
my faith was rewarded with a really good first issue that sets up a really good story, I think. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I think a lot of times people, you know, it's like if you're either together or you're broken mm -hmm. up and there is no mm -hmm. middle, there's no actual nuances mm -hmm. that are very real, you mm -hmm. know, where, hey, maybe you will take time apart and mm -hmm. you will find each other again. It doesn't make a second yeah. less. So I like yeah. that they are exploring that. It's, mm -hmm. it's a very real situation mm -hmm. where, you know, you might want to be together, but one of you's grown and the other mm -hmm. hasn't. And you have to mm -hmm. deal with that. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's so well done. And again, mm -hmm. I can't speak well enough about Nubia. If you're not reading mm -hmm. Nubia, you absolutely need to. You don't have that much to catch up on, to be honest. You've got yeah. six issues of the limited series and this book. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I honestly, if they would make a wonder office for like the mm -hmm. Wonder Woman Amazonian mm -hmm. team, I think Stephanie Williams should be in charge of it if she isn't already. <laughs> I really want that to be a thing. I really do want there to be more Wonder books. Because for a second there, we almost had that. And then now we just have this in Wonder Woman. And what's really annoying is it keeps being like these limited runs. Yes. Like Nubian the Amazons was one of six. And then we had, we had Trial of the Amazons. And this one's one of four. Uh -huh. And it's like, no, 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 no. More, please. Like, just make yeah. it a thing. Make the Wonder Office yeah. a thing. You know, this make actually reminds me of that poll they had. You mm -hmm. know, the notorious poll where they're like, mm -hmm. hey, here's all these cool projects you want. Oh, we'll the round robin? Like. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and everybody was like, why don't you just do them all? We want all these things. Just do them yeah. all. We don't want to. Batman's going to win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's what everybody yeah. was was on about it was like batman's mm -hmm. obviously going to win just do all mm -hmm. of these projects we obviously yeah. want them all yeah and everyone loved that so much they did it twice so yeah so, i i yeah. like why not and then with the wonder office thing specifically mm -hmm. it's like wonder woman's been around for you know you know mm -hmm. if longer than supergirl almost mm -hmm. as long as superman i mean how how has she how has the wonder office not been a thing yeah like, how, yeah. how has that never actually been a thing? There's only mm -hmm. been, you know, a select people on it. Or like you said, mm -hmm. like the Trial of the Amazons event was really cool because you brought together so many teams. Mm -hmm. It was like mm -hmm. it was the Wonder mm -hmm. Office. And they all did work together on that mm -hmm. line, that event. Yeah, yeah. But now she's like, okay, go your own ways. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. I think if it wasn't hamstrung by the fact that they canceled Wonder Girl and then had to put, like, a bunch of the canceled Wonder Girl stuff in Trial of the Amazons, because it was very obvious that that's yeah. what happened. And I think if that event wasn't hamstrung by that fact, it could have been a much better event. And I really think it could set up a good wonder office where you have Nubia, you have wonder woman, and then you have like a wonder girl or wonder girls line. Like you do with Batgirls. Yeah. You have three wonder woman books or wonder office books. Bam. There you go. But you know, <laughs> but you know, they're, they're after us. Is yeah. is the uh, DC Patrol is asking here, and I can't remember. Is Queen of the Amazons the current Nubia book? Is mm -hmm. it only four issues? Do you remember? It's it's a limited, either four or six. I thought it it's was either six. four or six. Hold on, I'm checking the main cover. It is one of four? Yeah. Oh, I guess that was just wishful thinking on my part that it was one of six. Yeah. Well, the last line was six. I yeah. think though. Uh, oh, there you go. That's that's why. Yeah. yeah. I think though because I've. And, and I don't know anything, but in the past when I've interviewed Stephanie Williams, I had the pleasure to do so. 
Um, she seemed very confident that Nubia is going to be continuing long term. Yeah. So even though this is a limited, um, I don't think Nubia is going anywhere. If anything, yeah. this limited could turn into an ongoing. But mm -hmm. I've also noticed that DC seems to be a fan lately of making everything a limited series, except like the Batman book and the action yeah. comic detective. How do you guys yeah. feel about that? Like, you know, just making things limited series instead of ongoings. <sighs> So I have a mixed uh, relationship mm -hmm. with ongoing series. Like, mm -hmm. listen, I, I like your ongoing heroes as much as the next guy, but I've been reading comics since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I just have to say enough Spider-Man, enough Batman, enough Superman, you know? Like, I like these characters, but... You know, even though, okay, we don't, we, we have Miles Morales now, you know, but that, it's still Spider-Man. And yeah, it's a different take on Spider-Man. He's his own person. And I like the character. Yeah. It's still Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Can we do something else? Right. Yeah. But then the limited runs, I'm not sure that's the best way to handle it either, mm -hmm. because a lot of these characters need more development than four or six issues. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to nail a six-issue series and be like as good as you can if you had more space. So yeah, I see that. <clears throat> I think so. Ram V, uh, the writer, has spoken mm -hmm. in the past about uh, kind of like how he's done with his Swamp Thing run. He likes doing mm -hmm. seasons, mm -hmm. you know, with with a mm -hmm. comic line where you know, yeah, what it may start out as a limited, mm -hmm. but you might do another season if you have more mm -hmm. story to tell and all that. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I think that's a good approach in terms of one limited series mm -hmm. isn't enough often for characters. And mm -hmm. I agree. But what if you know the first arc's going to be mm -hmm. 10 issues and then mm -hmm. you know you're getting two more arcs after and that's it. Mm -hmm. What if you can mm -hmm. plan like that? Kind of like mm -hmm. TV shows like The Good Place did. They ended mm -hmm. at three or four seasons and mm -hmm. the writers chose to end it actually. You mm -hmm. know, they weren't forced mm -hmm. to. They weren't encouraged mm -hmm. to. They chose to end it because that's how they wanted to end the story. Yeah. You know, they didn't mm -hmm. care about Rams or anything. And mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool to explore here where, mm -hmm. you know, especially like, you know, I'm a fan of Supergirl, obviously. So, you know, after Woman of Tomorrow, I'm saying here like, okay, now where's the next Supergirl thing? Mm -hmm. Where is it? And we have yeah. no idea. Yeah. And, but what if we got that limited run and then they said, mm -hmm. hey, more Supergirl is coming. Mm -hmm. You'll find out this month and it will mm -hmm. be another season or run. Yeah. I'd be cool with that because yeah. I would know more is mm -hmm. coming. Yeah. And that way you can give, like, you can give characters breaks like uh -huh. you don't have to have avengers every month you can have avengers be yeah. well yeah we have a 12 story story to tell with 12 issue story to tell with avengers three months they're going to be back don't worry and then you give them three months and then they're back like a lot of limited series do like a lot of independents do where they're like okay this is our five issue arc or a six issue arc we're going to uh -huh. take a few months off and then come back like, uh -huh. that would be a little bit more flexibility. The issue I have with the limited series and things being advertised in limited series is, to me, it, it indicates a lack of commitment and confidence in the product you're putting out a lot of times. Uh -huh. Especially considering you've got, to go back to DC, how many Bat books do we have right now? Oh, like, at any point, there's at How least many Batman books do we have right now? And every single one of those gets a commitment. Like, okay, Batman, boom, boom, boom. But then we're going to go like, oh, but we'll only give this character six issues. And like, we'll test the waters and see if it's good. It's like, no, like, like make the same commitment to Supergirl 
or Wonder Girl or Black Canary or any of these other characters um, that you would give the 12th Batman book. Yeah, and and I like they bring up you know Batman because that's mm-hmm. that's obviously a common debate mm-hmm. and argument, right? Mm-hmm. People fight all day on Twitter about mm-hmm. bat books, no bat books, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like you can have bat books, just mm-hmm. make it not Bruce all the time. Again, you have so mm-hmm. many characters, and even like Dylan mm-hmm. said, you know, Dylan's also valid in that, mm-hmm. but still, our bat person, like, yeah. and yeah. we get other spotlight on other mm-hmm. families, other characters, mm-hmm. especially with DC. DC's huge on you know families mm-hmm. with their people, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like even Chris Evans here is like Batwoman needs her own book. Yeah, And I think we talked yeah. about on the show last week a bit where, you know, Renee Montoya and Batwoman mm-hmm. were kind of a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. decades ago and then just mm-hmm. got dropped off and it's never been mm-hmm. touched again. And yeah. from what I know about a lot of DC and stuff, DC and, and Marvel is not exempt from this, everybody, mm-hmm. but it, they're kind of notorious for that. They try mm-hmm. something and then they go in our direction and they immediately just say, we never did that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we just we what are you talking about? Wonder Woman's mm-hmm. by we didn't do that. Um mm-hmm. it's right here, yeah. DC. You did yeah. it. It's it's yeah. on the page. Yeah. No, we did it. Yeah, yeah. We're don't don't ask him about uh Wonder Woman from the 60s. Yeah, we don't we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. It's just like yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely crazy, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you guys. There needs to be another way. I feel like an infomercial. There's got to be a better way, but like mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. has to be a better way to yeah. both still, you know, again, I'm not saying, and I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of us are saying don't do Bruce Wayne books, even mm-hmm. though some of us may want that f- a break for a while because yeah. we're tired of him. Mm-hmm. But like you can still have a bat book or two or mm-hmm. three, whatever, but yeah. like again have other characters, but yeah. in order if business wise to make room for them, you have to cut mm-hmm switch over stuff for financial reasons mm-hmm. that's yeah. why that call is out there it's a business financial reason mm-hmm. you have to yeah. do it yeah. because our fan needs are real mm-hmm. the creators needs are real mm-hmm. but also money is real too and we mm-hmm. have to consider that mm-hmm. but we can't consider you know one or two things and not consider mm-hmm. the other yeah. and i feel like that's what happens a lot and there's always that argument that oh batman's the most famous he's always going to sell and it's like okay yeah i get that i get that i absolutely get that but at the same time if you don't give other characters a chance to sell, they're not going to sell. Like that's just the thing. It's like if you if you don't even make a book, no one's going to buy a book that hasn't been made. Similarly, if you make a book and then you don't market it well, no one's going to buy it. So it's like I I get why Batman has so many books, mm-hmm. but I also un- don't understand why Batman is the number one thing that everyone's going to always get a book for, you know? So. Yeah. It's, I, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of uh, psychology to it that mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure somebody with a, a mm-hmm. good degree or. You, you know what I want to see with. more of with Batman. Mm-hmm. Remember the suicide squad animated movie where he was just like the boogeyman in the background. That's how I want to yeah. see Batman. That more. would be great. Mm-hmm. He's just the boogeyman terrorizing all the other characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think that could be a lot of fun. And like, mm-hmm. there, he's still mm-hmm. there, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hear any complaints. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and I like Chris's comment in the chat here as well. Mm-hmm. TV networks and streamers swap out their big stuff with smaller stuff all the time. Comics mm-hmm. should be able to do it too. Yeah, I think that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think. And I think there's also a thing to be said for like the Pixar argument of things where like Pixar makes like the reason Cars 2 and Cars 3 got made for Pixar is because they knew that would sell enough where they could fund the indie projects. 
Like they could uh -huh. fund a lot of their more artsy movies that wouldn't sell as well. And yes, movies are not the same as comic books. I totally get that. I'm not trying to say like, oh, they just sell a bunch of bad books so they can offset the cost. But like that could be a possibility. So like just, you know, take a chance and don't give it just a, oh, we're only going to make four issues of it. And if you don't buy it, you're not going to get another. It's like, no, like. Yeah, the, the underlying threat that's mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. that they don't actually say, but they're saying it, it, yeah. it, it makes it hard. And mm -hmm. yeah, that just gives them, you know, especially with representation in media mm -hmm. or anything too, any kind, right? Is, mm -hmm. you know, people are like, but look, you have so much representation nowadays. It's great. And you have so many options. And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. but there's always the underlying threat. It will be mm -hmm. taken if mm -hmm. we don't support it. Yeah. You guys never have mm -hmm. that threat. So no Batman mm -hmm. fan has ever felt the threat of if they don't support a Batman book, there will never be Batman again. Yeah. They've yeah. never yeah. felt that because they've never mm -hmm. had to. And that's wonderful yeah. for them. Batman like, I... is allowed to have bad books, right? Mm -hmm. Because, it, you know, it'll, if it doesn't sell, mm -hmm. whatever, they're not just going to cancel Batman. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But a lot of these, yeah. a, a lot of these other projects mm -hmm. don't have a chance to be bad. And let's face mm -hmm. it. Sometimes a project, is bad you know mm -hmm. that's not a shot at anybody in mm -hmm. particular the writers mm -hmm. mess up right mm -hmm. a yeah that happens. that's a great point because and sometimes right. and sometimes it's not even that they're bad it's that they're that they're seven out of tens sure like like yeah, yeah it's like they're like this is good it's not going to blow anyone away it's not supergirl world of tomorrow woman of tomorrow but it's good mm -hmm. but because it didn't take the world by storm they're like, oh, well, it didn't take the world by storm. So too bad. It's like, that's a really high bar to make anything hit. You know, I, I'm happy with something just being entertaining. It doesn't have to be the next big thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be good in like in, in a in a critical mm -hmm. literary sense. Mm -hmm. I, I I like the Fast and Furious movies. Are they good? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It, is dropping sports cars out of a plane the best way to hijack this? No, this is clearly Vin Diesel's Shadowrun campaign. But mm -hmm. it's entertaining. And that's what I want for my entertainment. Mm -hmm. I want it to be entertaining. So yeah. it doesn't have to blow me away. It just yeah. has yeah. to be good enough for the time I'm spending on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really like the point you made, Dylan, about like... <clears throat> You know, Batman gets bad books, but we don't. Because I'm constantly saying that with even just representation. Like, I'm like, mm. I want the shitty gay rom-coms. Mm. I don't want a, you know, critically acclaimed historical drama that's mm. always yearning and, and all the, you know, historical mm. costumes. What if I just want a dumb rom-com that has two women mm. or two men or non-binary people or trans, whatever. Mm. I just, and I don't want it to be a center. I just want it to be dumb and stupid. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just not a straight couple. That's literally it. That's literally yeah. all you have to change. Sometimes mm -hmm. we like our trash too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially with like the pride anthology, for example, mm -hmm. I know Jamie and I we were talking before yeah. we started the show about it mm -hmm. and people get so wrapped up in like, Oh, but this isn't a perfect anthology or these stories mm -hmm. aren't perfect representation. So they're bad. I'm like, mm -hmm. maybe I want something that's just a little cute, but not perfect. Yeah. Like, or yeah. maybe something's going to suck, but the next story mm -hmm. will be a little better. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. unless it's completely unacceptable mm -hmm. beyond, you know, like mm -hmm. if it's not societally acceptable or turned to mm -hmm. somebody, it's mm -hmm. okay if there's a bad thing. That means we're getting stuff. Yeah. That's kind of actually a yeah. win. And it, it brings up something that I often mention about like um, books that talk about, for example, the trans experience from a very 
like, oh, look how shitty it is to be trans in America. It's like, motherfucker, I know. That's the reality I live in. And I saw some people talking about the Pride Book of like, it didn't say anything about the, the troubles people are having right now. I'm like, yeah, but also I don't necessarily want that. Mm-hmm. I want a celebration book where I can just like turn off the news, turn off the Twitter feed, turn off everything that's going on in the world. And for however long it takes me to read that book, celebrate these stories and celebrate being queer and celebrate and just have fun with it. If it's schlocky romance, but it's schlocky romance that leaves me feeling happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's just what I mean. You know, your entertainment Mm -hmm. should entertain. Mm -hmm. And it not, it doesn't have to be the best. And, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the things that are lauded as mm-hmm. the best, I didn't enjoy very much because I don't, yeah. you know, I don't care about being so smart that I remembered the mm-hmm. reference from a philosophy 101 mm-hmm. because it actually, the movie wasn't as clever as it mm-hmm. thought it was, but mm-hmm. it had to shove that in your face. I don't care about my comic having three different things that i need mm-hmm. to keep track of and they're all artsy right mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. me if something if something makes me happy like you said mm-hmm. if something makes me happy it is good mm-hmm. that's that's what it boils yeah. down to and that's what it should boil down mm-hmm. to but it seems like it doesn't always uh, for critics or in the public eye even yeah yeah. yeah, absolutely. I kind of agree more. And and Frank jumped into chat. Good to see you, Frank, and said, overall, I think DC has done a lot mm-hmm. for Pride stuff and yeah. not just the mm-hmm. June. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, think, I think that's important, mm-hmm. too, is that recognizing where people can grow, right, mm-hmm. or companies, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. they can still do better but Mm -hmm. also being able to recognize what they are doing because both Mm -hmm. are true, right? Mm -hmm. There isn't, there's this dichotomy that's created in juxtaposition on Mm -hmm. like Twitter and social media. We all Mm -hmm. do it at times, right? Even Mm -hmm. by accident where Mm -hmm. it's either this is really great or it's really terrible and you Mm -hmm. can't understand the nuances, but here you're right. DC does a lot of great stuff for pride and for other representation, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. wonderful. That doesn't mean they can't still improve though. You can criticize and still Mm -hmm. respect if that makes sense. I love that they came out with Galaxy, The Prettiest Star. I love that graphic novel. It is an amazing work. Um, But, and I I laud them for it. Thank you, DC, for that. I laud them and I appreciate it and I love it. At the same time, Batwoman doesn't have an ongoing. At the same time, Black Canaries shoved into a Deathstroke Inc. book. Um, At the same time, yada 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 so it's like i very much appreciate what they're doing but they could still be doing a little bit better yeah that makes complete sense and and yeah it's important to bounce those two out because if you just go wow they're perfect they're doing anything right then they're not going to grow or change or improve but if you also just say they suck they're not doing enough how dare they we hate dc they're the worst burn them like and nobody take that out of context please but like if people say those things it's that's also not helpful because yeah. yeah, then they're not being recognized for what mm-hmm. they're doing. So why would they want to do better if you won't recognize what they're doing? I know if I'm, you know, if I do good stuff, if people only focus on the uh, one mm-hmm. bad thing I did or the things I don't mm-hmm. do well, I shut down as a human being. And so there yeah. are people behind the corporations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. 
So that's so. that's a really good point. Um, mm -hmm. Well, this conversation turned into a lot more than I had planned, <laughs> which is great, though, um, because I think a lot of this stuff is so important to discuss. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, speaking of, you know, we've talked a lot about things that are that make us happy. They're good entertainment. They're also great quality. You know, mm -hmm. it's amazing when you get all those things together, right? Because mm -hmm. sometimes you get one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, Dylan, you have a Kickstarter right now, uh, Mara, mm -hmm. that is beautiful, number one. I'm going to pull it up on screen oh, in a few yeah. minutes here. But it's 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 such a nice read. Yeah. It's a good read. It's beautiful. Um, it's well done. You know, tell us about Mara, because you're already almost double your funding with 16 days ago, which is yep. phenomenal. So Mara is a, um, she starts off as just an average young girl in a little fishing village. You know, it's a, it's a very small tribe. Um, and her, uh, her tribe is attacked for the river. Now, before the comic starts, there was a huge ecological disaster. It was a war between the gods that destroyed the sun and set the sky on fire, destroyed the day-night cycle, uh, set the world on fire pretty much. They used to be a winter tribe. I'm sorry, not a winter tribe, but a cold weather tribe. Um, and now they have the only river around in a desert area. Mm -hmm. um, and their tribe is not warlike. So they are, they are losing pretty quickly. Plus the invaders uh, brought a demon with them. Uh, who you can see here in this page we're scrolling by right now. Uh, impervious to regular attacks. Not a good thing to be fighting against. Mm -hmm. So they used to... Well, they, they still venerate a guardian wolf spirit, but they used to have these trials where they would find the champion of the wolf. They would do a trial to see who was the most worthy warrior in the village. And since they don't do that anymore, this wolf spirit had his laws, and he just had to wait around until there was only one person left, and by default, the most worthy. So she was hiding. Mm -hmm. And... She just happened to be the last survivor. So when she receives those powers, she goes back out for revenge. And it is not something that they can deal with because they were not prepared to deal with the champion of the wolf. Gotcha. And it seems like there's a lot of uh, uh, native influence on this book. Um, did that is that something personal for you? Is that something you are inspired to incorporate by someone or something else? So my uh, my I wasn't actually thinking about this consciously, but now that you mention it, probably my wife is uh, half Taiwanese Aboriginal. Um, she's actually she's actually royalty in the Paiwan tribe. So that's that's nice. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. My uh, my daughter, my uh, oldest, she's well, my oldest, but she's almost three, um, was named by the chief. Uh, her her name in uh, the native language actually translates to first princess. Yeah, so oh, that's awesome. that's kind of you know they they have a rich history. Uh, they used to be a headhunting tribe, actually. Okay. Um, not so much anymore, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had I wasn't thinking about that consciously until you brought it up. Um, originally, 
she was the uh, Mars tribe was based uh, in equal parts on the Viking and Inuit. Uh, okay. And this was the interpretation of how uh, this sort of tribe would evolve if they had to quickly adapt to hotter weather. Okay. That's really cool how yeah. you were able to bring a, a larger story to mm-hmm. that and, and be able mm-hmm. to bring it to life so visually mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a the, the tribe and the character design, even the home design, is something Rosie and I uh, both, Rosie is the illustrator, uh, we both researched and went back mm-hmm. and forth on for a, a long time to come okay. up with the tribe and the character. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Mara herself, uh, as a person, is very heavily based on specifically Daphne Keen's performance in mm-hmm. Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would actually go so far as to say if not for that movie, Mara would not exist in her current form. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. I can definitely see that, that, yeah. That was uh, younger Laura Kenny, right? Yeah. In the Logan movie. That's awesome. That makes me even more excited, just because I'm a huge fan of hers. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. after, you know, reading my copy of it, yeah, I I completely see it. And, I mean, even in the design here, you can kind of see it a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I was looking for artists... Uh, I, I, I shortlisted three, mm-hmm. uh, and I gave each of them a commission to, you know, make a, uh, draw Mara, you know, a, a reference of Mara. And, um, they, uh, they each came back with something really good, mm-hmm. but unfortunately for the other two, they were going up against Rosie. I mean, they, they were good. Let me, let me, uh, let me mm-hmm. not undercut them they were very very good mm-hmm. but i felt like rosie's style matched mm-hmm. what i wanted to do much more closely yeah yeah and that yeah. makes sense and and that's also mm-hmm. something i don't think that a lot of you know general audiences mm-hmm. hear about you know any entertainment industry but especially of comics like the the search to finding the right partner mm-hmm. the right artist writer whatever mm-hmm. for your book it's not about like, oh, this one was the best. Everybody sucked. It's mm-hmm. it's just yeah. what feels the most right. Mm-hmm. It's not about mm-hmm. doubting anyone's talent necessarily. It's th- this this is what felt like Mara. The others are great, mm-hmm. but that's not my Mara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and and Jamie, I know you've looked mm-hmm. at this a bit. Mm-hmm. What do you? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Mara? Just as somebody who's got the it's, chance to look at it as well. It's a beautiful book. Like that's that was the first thing that really stuck out to me is just how gorgeous it is the lighting the shading it's really pretty the character designs are also really great um mm-hmm. the wolf i love that that the way that that the 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 yeah this image right here the, the wolf right there i just uh-huh. i loved it um and now that you mentioned the the logan sort of influence on it i definitely see that and i'm like oh that's exciting because i want to see her like that final panel where she, where she's now has the wolf and it's all about I'm going after people now. I was just like, okay, yeah, let's go <laughs> get them. <laughs> let's do that. Yes. <laughs> Ruin um, their lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's go kill some people. All right. I, 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 yeah. I support women's rights mm-hmm. and women's wrongs. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this case, her murdering all these people in the, and, and was definitely a women's right. You know? <laughs> right. 
Yeah, they you murdered. Know, they, the, um, they they kind of had it coming. They kind of had it coming. They there there it coming. also is an overarching story, and this this is going to be, or not a story, but rather a theme, and this is going to come up in future issues as well. Uh, is it is it okay the decision that the wolf spirit made? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was one of one of his uh, one of one of his spirit colleagues. Saying no, you can't do this. He's like, well, no, I am going to do this. And, but is this an okay thing to do? And this is something that I, as a writer, am not going to answer. But there will be characters who oppose this decision, and there will be characters who support the decision. Um, it is a it is very much a, a quality of life versus being alive debate going on, and it will continue to go on. Yeah. I did like how that, I, I really did appreciate how you did that, had that discussion at the end of this first one where it's very much like, it's okay, she can get over it later. It's like, mm, <laughs> maybe she? she can, maybe she can. You know, yeah. his whole thing was if I don't give her a chance, she just mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing I really like too is that with you know the rewards, you can get this in so many different other languages. You've you've had this translated. What uh what what uh got you to want to do that? I guess. So funny story about that. Originally, Mm -hmm. I had no intention of translating it. I wasn't against it. I just simply hadn't thought of it. Uh, And a buddy of mine said, "Hey, uh." I have a friend who just graduated university and he's, he's going to be a, uh, a court translator. Um, and he, he really likes comics and he wanted to get involved if you wanted it in Spanish. And I was like, hey, you know what? Sure. Why not send him my way? Uh, well, we talked about it, but um, he, his schedule didn't really work out, uh, which is fine. Um, but the idea was already planted in my head and, thought well you know i can always just find another spanish translator right so uh when i did that i was talking to rosie about the lettering as at the time she was also the letterer we have another letterer now Mm -hmm. uh and uh because i was talking about you know i was asking her how much i would have to pay because guys don't don't just make your artists do extra work you got to pay them right right um yeah and when i was talking about spanish she said, well, you know, uh, I would really like to share this comic with my friends and family and not all of them mm-hmm. speak English, mm-hmm. so I can translate mm-hmm. it to Chinese, uh, Mandarin, traditional Chinese. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. what's spoken in Taiwan. Um, so at that point, I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? More mm-hmm. the merrier, bring it on. And I posted about how it was in three languages mm-hmm. in a a comic creator uh, group on Facebook, and that's when Rogerio approached me and said, "Well, you know, if you need it in Portuguese." <laughs> and by that point, I was like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> bring it. it. Why not? Why, why not? Right? Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. I love that. And it's definitely gonna make it more accessible um, to people, which is great. And you've got some other really cute rewards here, like you get." you know pretty postcards you get stickers you can get an axe keychain so guys if you want an axe to go and to destroy the people that piss you off i mean you gotta get it you'll you'll have it on hand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you've got some other stuff here there's limited edition variant cover somebody's already got this art lover one 
which has a personalized <laughs> sketch from Rosie. Of course, somebody snatched it up. Like, uh, there how was, can you not? So, so that um, there were five of them, mm-hmm. and they oh, were gone awesome. in the first two hours of the campaign. Wow! And uh, then I convinced Rosie to do just one more. And mm-hmm. I went into the back end of Kickstarter and I updated it. And I went on Twitter. I was about to type up a post and it was gone before I finished typing. So I was like, I'm going to delete this. I'm not even going <laughs> to. That's insane. Love it. That's so great. And I, I mean, obviously, you know, just speak to what you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But is there something that you, Dylan, would attribute to your Kickstarter being so successful so quickly? Mm-hmm. So before I ran the Kickstarter, I've been running uh, Mara as a webcomic mm-hmm. for um, about a, a little over a year. Um, and, you know, I, I just figured a webcomic is, you can't get much more accessible than that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's on the web, it's free, you know. Uh, we do have a Patreon, um, you know, if, if you want higher quality images, because mm-hmm. on the web, you're going to have web quality images. It's still readable. It's still fine. It's just mm-hmm. not the highest quality images. Um, the, um, you know, the, the followers uh, on my Twitter have been following that webcomic mm-hmm. for a long time, and people were ready for it in print. Uh, I, I think that was, a, and that's the thing I didn't want to hear when I started that you need to have a following before you do something like this. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are going to listen to this now and not want to hear it from me, but I'm sorry, <laughs> you need a following. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's, I mean, there, there's a reason that things like that work. It, it's not mm-hmm. to put pressure on anybody mm-hmm. or it, it's just that that's what works. I mean, if you think yeah. about it, like, you know, we as humans, we're sheep sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we go with the crowd. You know, once once we hear something, we're like, huh, everybody's talking about it. And now I'm interested. It, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just how we work as humans. Yeah. So, but it's yeah. really cool that you were able to do that and that mm-hmm. um, you're able and willing to do that process mm-hmm. because there are some people that one aren't willing or able or cannot mm-hmm. do that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they do, it doesn't always work out. So it's really cool yeah. to see that, especially for a comic that is so again seems so heavily influenced by mm-hmm. you know native culture and such like mm-hmm. that's it's not just some white woman that's a blonde running mm-hmm. around you know well, yeah. you know um you can also thank rosie for mm-hmm. the uh heavier inuit influence mm-hmm. uh that's the direction she went with it one oh, of wow. the other yeah because she does have both viking and inuit influence and right. i mean we all love vikings we all love vikings they're cool right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. everybody does vikings and I think that's part of what spoke to me about her design um, is that not everybody is doing something like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's you, you can talk about representation, you can you can talk about visibility. Mm-hmm. But really, for me, even at a more basic level, if I don't see something very often, mm-hmm. I am more interested in seeing that thing when it comes mm-hmm. up. And I wanted to see more of Rosie's work. And that's why I hired her for this project. Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. And I, and I like that you, you know, said it like that, where, you know, you actually wanted to see something different. And it's not even that you're like, I have to see different. It was just, you're like, Hey, that's different. 
that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, yeah. and, and you're absolutely right. It, it is really nice to see. Mm-hmm. And Eric here says he likes seeing it as well. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's, you know, not only going to read well for people mm-hmm. that, you know, can feel the influences of, of both sides on the book and relate to it on mm-hmm. their own level, but even people that can't relate at all, mm-hmm. I think it, it stands out uh, for a yeah. lot. Um, is there anything else you want to tell us about Mara? Um, you know, those of you watching right now and listening, um, the link should be in the description. If it's not, I'll double check after the show and make sure the Kickstarter links in there. Um, but it's got 16 days ago. I mean, and I'm yeah. sure you have stretch goals and stuff. Yeah, we actually, uh, we are, looks like $44 away from uh, everybody getting uh, the chapter two PDF as well. Nice. nice. That's so great. get a head start. I wish Marvel and DC would do that. Hey, give us a head start, guys. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> going to be the last one to be delivered of all mm-hmm. the rewards because we're still making it right now. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a larger issue. It's mm-hmm. it's a significantly larger issue than one. Uh, yeah. We are currently mm-hmm. working on page forty. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. yeah, issue issue one is a it's a twenty four page book. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, the, the reason we're doing it that way is, uh, I didn't want to have it say, okay, I need X number of pages in every book. I wanted to Mm. tell a specific Mm. section of the story. Mm. I wanted to start and end where it made sense. And it, it, if I was going to split up chapter two into two, three, four, it would end at weird points mm-hmm. or I would have to force a cliffhanger. And I don't like that. I don't yeah. like reading that. And yeah. I'm not going to put out something that I didn't want to read. You yeah. know, it doesn't yeah. have to be for everybody, but I mm-hmm. have to know that I put out something that mm-hmm. I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's awesome yeah. that, you know, not only you you know, you're, you're, you know, showing mm-hmm. and standing up for your own creative freedom there, mm-hmm. but that you're able to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love to see creators do that where, mm-hmm. like you said, they're not just doing things by a page count or because they mm-hmm. have to put a cliffhanger. Um, they're doing what feels right to, to their story, to their book, whatever it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's phenomenal. And to me, that speaks to the integrity of the story mm-hmm. you're telling. Yeah, very much so. Are there any other stretch goals you have planned after um, the chapter two one, or they're still in the works? So we have we have two kind of sets of stretch goals. We have the the, the dollar amount, and we have the backer amount. We mm-hmm. actually just unlocked one of the backer amount mm-hmm. one today. Um, nice. The, yeah. Uh, Congrats. We are uh, we're teaming up with some other comic creators. Mm-hmm. And we're offering PDFs of mm-hmm. other comics. Amerikaiju okay. uh, 1 to 3 just got unlocked. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have, for 150 backers, mm-hmm. we have uh, Enmity, uh, Sisterhood, and Shadow's Daughter. So Ooh, a, bunch of, a bunch of cool bunch of cool ones. And, you know, these are all comics that I read and I enjoyed. And I was mm-hmm. excited to be able to bring to the table as well. Awesome. That's great. And that's one of my favorite things with uh, 
comic kickstarters mm -hmm. is seeing you know everybody you know get together it, it really mm -hmm. it's a community just like the you know us as readers you know our community just just everybody being able to support each other and you know it's mm -hmm. not like this weird competition who gets the most backers who gets the most money like everybody's yeah. like oh you got a book throw it in i'll make sure my backers mm -hmm. get it so that um you get more exposure i, I mean comic mm -hmm. creators are some of the first people to back a comic uh yeah 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 Yep, they are, which which is great because I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, you just you're just getting made for your book. Do you really back others?" Most most do. Like most mm -hmm. Kickstarter creators, they're like, "Oh yeah, so um, I'm a super backer, um, so <laughs> that's why so, I'm not finding my own book because I'm funding so other being, people's books." <laughs> being yeah, in Taiwan, yeah. I actually don't back on Kickstarter specifically as mm -hmm. often as mm -hmm. Indiegogo because Kickstarters are more often than not, I find limited to u.s shipping so i'll get mm -hmm. there and i'll say oh this looks really cool mm -hmm. ships to select countries oh yeah, yeah. well yeah. taiwan isn't in one of those select countries mm -hmm. is it or yeah. i'll get there and the uh the tier i want for fifty dollars has fifty dollars shipping mm-hmm yeah, and it's... I'm sorry. I think I'll yeah. just take the PDF. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indiegogo has a lot, uh, has a lot more uh, non-US creators and a lot more international shipping. You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. one of uh, one of the favorite ones I I backed there was mm -hmm. uh, Glenn in Monsterland. I actually, mm -hmm. ended up doing a doing a short two-panel crossover with mm -hmm. with Glenn and Mara. Mm -hmm. uh, that, nice. that was fun yeah it's pretty cool uh people people have actually been asking for a full issue crossover and uh, kevin uh the the writer of mm -hmm. glenn and mm -hmm. i were both like ah, maybe maybe give us some time to finish our normal projects and we'll talk <laughs> one about it's time, not guys. off the okay, table yeah. one, one story at a time everyone yeah, one story at a time yeah. we're yeah. doing the best we can but we're not machines we're not mm -hmm. Well, that, mm -hmm. that's really awesome to hear. It's doing so mm -hmm. well. Um, it, it's so good hearing all about where the, the story comes from in the book. Um, those of you watching, listening, uh, make sure you go check out Mara and the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. um, and any support is good support. That's the thing, too. Even if you can't afford mm -hmm. or don't want the bigger stuff, even if you just do get the PDF for mm -hmm. five bucks or whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, it I promise you it still makes a difference. It still mm -hmm. helps everybody out, the creators, the other readers in the project. Um so, you know, support how you want to, how you can, but even just a couple bucks can make a whole lot of difference. Um, so make sure you check that out. And yeah, thanks for sharing all that with Dylan. Like, I'm, I'm really excited to see the uh, everybody else's response to it once they mm -hmm. get their own copy. It's, it's going to be really fun to see all the pictures and all the reactions. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the variant cover is actually foil. Oh, so, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. We all like shiny shit. Like if it's shiny, yeah. Ooh, shiny, shiny, shiny. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Like if Mjolnir was more shiny, M Mjolnir would be five times prettier just because it yeah. shines. Well, now you're telling me I need a shiny one. So like I need yes. more Mjolnir is what you're telling me, <laughs> which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. I, I was gonna say I am running I out of space, but you know. <laughs> Listen, I don't know when your birthday is, Jamie, but mm -hmm. just know whenever I find out what your birthday is, one might show up at your house one day. So don't be surprised. It's <laughs> December. Perfect. I've it's already picked out my birthday you. present to myself for that. I love this for you. <laughs> yeah. You got to plan early. Go big or go oh, yeah. home. Exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, with that said, um, so we've heard about Mar, we've talked about comics and number ones and limited runs. And I figured uh, to end the show today, we would play one of the games I was supposed to play with uh, Joe and JJ, who were on the show last week, but we kind of ran out of time for. Um, but we're going to do uh, super gay panels. I'm very excited. Right. Okay. So this is uh, very simple. Um, so what we're going to do is I'm going to get on the screen here. And in this, um, if anybody has seen the show before in the past, uh, super panels, Mm -hmm. where we just looked at panels to see if they were, you know, super funny, super weird, mm -hmm. super gray. Um, this week, we're going to look at gay panels that are mm -hmm. either super cute, super important, or just super hilarious, at mm -hmm. least to me. Um, and then, of course, you guys, please give your thoughts on mm -hmm. whether you agree with me, whether you think I'm crazy and something else. Mm -hmm. uh, but I thought it'd be a fun way just to, you know, look at some gay shit. I mean, it's Pride Month. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Of course, of course. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Certainly. Yes. Okay. So this first one, I had never seen this before. I looked at panels for this uh, for this event. Um, so this is from Extreme X Men number ten. It's AU Hercules and Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize there was some Star Cross thing with any Hercules or Logan. I'd heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th th this looks like this. This looks like I should know about it. Like, look mm -hmm. how just. Extra mm -hmm. and and important it feels like it's oh, yeah. so larger than life. Like, mm -hmm. what are those like in the background? Dragons or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it must be must be tedious to have to murder a giant monster every time we all make out, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's got to be tough. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. Maybe that's a lot of pressure too. Like, oh, babe, I pulled my shoulder Look. yesterday. Like. I just want to make out with you, but now I have to kill a dragon? Like, uh, come on. Look, 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 some people might say I have high standards, but, you know, if you're just not going to be able to kill a dragon for me, then I don't know why I should put out. Like, <laughs> I think that's a really know, good on. point. Come I on. mean, you got to have high standards. You must um, not want it enough, is all I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe that's yeah, it. I do yeah, like yeah. seeing how short Logan is here. That does make me happy. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that pulling up the leg of Hercules. Yeah. Like that is, that is, they are into it. See, this is the mm -hmm. cheesy dumb shit I want. Thank you. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me that. Cheesy dumb gay shit. I will mm -hmm. take it. Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked about Batwoman a lot. Mm -hmm. So I had to put her in here. Mm -hmm. um, what do you guys think about this art style here though? Cause I'm not sure how I feel about the, uh, the textures and stuff in it. I like it. Um, but that's coming from writing it and reading the entire series where the paneling got tiresome. Mm -hmm. So like when this was a splash page, I was like, oh, thank God. It's just a splash page. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just taking this, um, if, if we're just looking at this panel, mm -hmm. um, I want to say it looks like two different art styles. Like if I didn't mm -hmm. know this was drawn this way, I would think it was Photoshopped together. Mm. Okay. And, and what you think are like the opposing things, like the things that look like they were put in that don't belong. It it, it, it just looks like the two, the two characters belong in two different comic books, not mm. even two different panels. They look like they belong in two different books. Okay. Um, you know, there's, there are obvious similarities in the style if you mm. really analyze it, but if you just go at first glance, 
yeah, these look kind of look photoshopped together. Yeah, I can kind of see that, especially mm -hmm. with like that woman's mm -hmm. like lower face outside the cowl is like mm -hmm. a like a, a a kind of like zombie esque white mm -hmm. color. Yeah, and then Maggie is so tan, mm -hmm. and it's like, so is that woman a vampire or what? Like, it does have a little bit of like a vampire romance novel kind of look to it. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, listen, lesbian vampires, I'm always here for. So if that's what's happening, yeah. I, I can't argue yeah. with it. Yeah. How could you not be? <laughs> yeah, it works. How can I debate it? I just can't. There you go. There you go. Um, so those of you mm -hmm. that are into uh, the newer uh, characters mm -hmm. and newer rep, mm -hmm. uh, just Chambers, Kid Quick, mm -hmm. uh, kind of the discussion around them has kind of died mm -hmm. down a bit, which kind of makes mm -hmm. me sad because... I really like Jess. I think mm -hmm. they are a fantastic addition just mm -hmm. to the comic world in general. Yeah. What I've read of them, I, I like. That's all I can really say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's fair. And here, it's hard for you guys to read it, but uh, <laughs> Jess is very, uh, tries to be witty. Um, and so, you know, just as like, I'm kid quick, blah, blah, blah. I got to tap into the speed force. And then, you know, mm -hmm. Jess just ends up tumbling, of course, because Jess isn't mm -hmm. freaking paying attention. You know, they're mm -hmm. just being a sassy kid that thinks, uh, they know everything, but in an endearing way, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think of it as a douchey way. Um, mm -hmm. Dylan, have you, uh, heard or read anything of Jess Chambers at all? Or you, have you not seen it yet? I have not. There's a lot for me to keep up with, and um, right. this wasn't one of the ones I kept up with. Yeah. No, that's completely fair. It's mm -hmm. a lot. Um, so this is from uh, the Hawkeye run, and this is mm -hmm. Kate Bishop, Hawkeye. Um, so in mm -hmm. this one, she has to save a gay couple's wedding day, and mm -hmm. she says, if I take this case, if I retrieve these orchids for you, can you pay me? I hate to ask, but I got this cat. He only eats this one kind of cat food. So, you know, she's just doing her best to get through life. And I think that's relatable. Oh, it's so the, the whole my cat only eats one type of cat food is so <laughs> is so relatable because, yeah, cats are picky. They are, yeah, you know, um, rabbits will rabbits already have a very limited number of things they can eat. Mm -hmm. But specific rabbits will only eat specific things. Mm -hmm. And that is majorly annoying. You know, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I've been a, been a rabbit owner for uh, 10 years. But um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get any less annoying. You love them, <laughs> but it doesn't get any less annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like where Eric said here. I don't know if either mm -hmm. of you have read Saga, but Eric mm -hmm. in the chat is mm -hmm. talking about how the cat line made him think of lying cat have you guys read saga yeah yeah i love lying cat just like you're a fucking liar get out <laughs> it's it's such a it's such a great narrative toy it's such a great it narrative is. toy to have it there just go lying and you're like oh god i love you but... huh. <laughs> yeah exactly uh go away now you're you're exposing yeah, me yeah, stop yeah. it um so what can hulkling um, I think they're probably one of Marvel's top gay couples as of late. Um, I think they're yeah. very well known. Um, mm -hmm. have you guys did you guys ever read like the original Young Avengers run where they were first introduced and they weren't really a thing yet completely? I've only read Gillen's. Mm -hmm. Um uh, same. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a Gillen fan, so it was like, oh, Gillen McKelvey, mm -hmm. queer superheroes, hell yeah. 
How how is that run? Because I've heard great things about it, but funny enough, I've read the original Young Avengers and I've not read that run. I love it, but I'm a, I mean, again, I'm a Gillen McKelvey fan. Like, so I read this after I read Wicked and Divine, and mm-hmm. so I was like, oh yeah, awesome, more Wicked Divine, but Marvel. <laughs> I I do appreciate how um, America through the entire run keeps going up to Kate. Bishop's like, you're by right, like you're by now, right? And Kate's like, no. And America's like, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> and when will they follow through on that? I need them to follow through. Yep. So this is one mm-hmm. that I thought was especially important. So mm-hmm. it's been, and to my understanding, you know, DC fans, correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong, but it had been understood. I, you know, I guess not on panel, even though I thought it had been on panel for years, but Alan Scott had a husband, he was gay, but wasn't actually written on panel until very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was kind of crazy. It took mm-hmm. so long, you know, to get it on the page. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it uh pride last year, the pride special last year, there was a special, he, he had, a, he had a story in it. I remember that. I believe so. Yeah. That I really was like, I don't know anything about the Green Lanterns, but I was like, oh, oh yay. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, I guess it's interesting because it took mm-hmm. so long, especially using Green Lanterns to get Alan Scott to, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, to be official, I guess, on the page. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like Joe Mullion, who I adore, like from Far mm-hmm. Sector, she's Green Lantern as well. It's mm-hmm. just like, there, she's by. Woohoo, move on yeah. with your life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool to see that transition instead mm-hmm. of, you know, making her wait 20 years or something to come out too. Oh, it was very quick in that book. Yeah, it was, I don't know. You know what? I I would love to try to make a bet and guess how many pages it took. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be uh, very interesting there. Um, This one, I didn't know about either until I looked it up. So this is from uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And these Mm -hmm. are the characters, Anika and Ayo. I -hmm. hope I'm saying that right. Um, but I had no idea there was like mm-hmm. a, a a queer romance in those books. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, why is this hiding from me? What? <laughs> where where are all my queer books? Why why did no one tell me this? I mean, seriously, like mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Frank mm-hmm. said earlier, for all mm-hmm. that we talk about, you know, mm-hmm. not having or things still need to be better. There's still so mm-hmm. there's we have even more than mm-hmm. we realize sometimes. Yeah. We we honestly need a. Um... A queer mailing, a queer comic fan mailing list where, like, you know, we all can spread out the word, like, hey, everyone, queer here. Queer alert. It's going to be queer, queer comic alert. alert. The queer alert. Yeah. It's like the bat signal, but for queers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you might have to uh, trademark that before someone seals it because that's, that, that's perfect. I can't trademark all the queer stuff. <laughs> Why not? If you can live in you can that. do anything. I'm giving someone that. I think you can do anything if you can lift mm-hmm. Mjolnir. So mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I had to pick Wonder Woman, of course. Um, but we got a character here going. So let me get this straight. You're from a paradise island of science fiction lesbians with the side of bondage. What are you going to... How are you not going to do anything with that? Yeah. That is uh, that is definitely something a drunk person says. Yeah, this is straight. She does have a drink in her hand. Shush. I, 
I love Wonder Woman Earth One. I absolutely mm-hmm. adore that series. So yeah, um, that's who awesome. wrote that run? Uh, Grant Morrison. Oh, okay, nice. That was a Grant Morrison, Yannick Paquette. Um, three volumes. Mm-hmm. Like it really taps into the whole like. Did you know the Wonder Woman creator was into bondage? Like it really taps into like that queerness of it that's always been kind of there. So, yeah. 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 It, it's definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's always been there. If you watch, what's that movie? Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. film will go way more into that um, than this mm-hmm. kind drunk woman here will. <laughs> yep. Um. So for older DC fans, especially, um, y'all probably know this ship of Midnighter and Apollo. Um, and did they have a story in Pride? I can't remember. I think they did. I think I they, last year's, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. I think last yeah, year's and, they did. And they've been around forever too, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My DC knowledge is just not that great. So. See, I thought you had more DC knowledge than me because I'm I'm the same way. I have more no. Marvel knowledge than DC. Typically. I got into comics reading Marvel and then like it was Marvel mm-hmm. and Batman. And then it became once and then more recently it's been a reading a lot more DC is like catching up kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, mm-hmm. I like seeing uh, couples that have been around for a long time coming mm-hmm. back to the light i think that's what's yeah. important with you know couples like midnight mm-hmm. and apollo as well mm-hmm. is it's not just all the young couples where they're all yeah. teens you know being yeah. being queer isn't just something you mm-hmm. are as a youth yeah. or you just yeah. discover for yourself if you do as a youth right it, it happens at any point in yeah. time and you gotta and that's another thing we give dc credit for is they're trying to do different angles different approaches different ages i really appreciate mm-hmm. that mm-hmm yeah and one of my favorites obviously mm-hmm. uh speaking of marvel mm-hmm. um and x-men fan uh is our mystique and destiny mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they were it was all subtext for decades mm-hmm. literally decades mm-hmm. until like whenever this issue came out which was like the 20 teens or 2020s i mean mm-hmm. i think it was 20 teens um mm-hmm. but they had never kissed on panel before um mm-hmm. and it was absolutely just wild to me that they hadn't because if you go mm-hmm. back on issues you're like so they're essentially saying they're married, but they're not because they're lifelong partners. But that totally yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, that's gay. They're just and roommates. <laughs> they're just roommates that call each other wife. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's they're just what women do, right? In the historical sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. That that's exactly it. Well, mm-hmm. and for those of you that don't know. Um, so Claremont, the uh, the writer that originally started writing these two mm-hmm. together in the Uncanny X-Men line, mm-hmm. um, he he had always intended it to be that mm-hmm. they were romantic. Like he he mm-hmm. wrote it as much as Marvel would allow him to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally it's on the page. And I find I kind of feel bad for Claremont because he doesn't get to write them on the page like that. Somebody else yeah. got to, the poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who are um who are some of y'all's like favorite? Like I don't know, like queer ships or something. I'll let Dylan go first. I'm gonna be boring and just say, you know, Harley Quinn and Ivy. Like mm-hmm. that's. I'm sorry if that's a boring vanilla answer, but they mm-hmm. are a really good ship. Yeah. I don't oh, think they're boring great. at all. Yeah. 
Well, I think I feel like that's the that's the most popular answer, and that's why some people may find it boring. But popular things are popular for a reason. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Watching their development in the Harley Quinn show had me just smiling ear to ear when they finally goes yes. like, "Yay!" It's like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, for me, I'd say probably Angela and Sarah from Marvel. Um, who are know, that, who are they? I feel bad. I don't recognize the name. Um, so Angela is, um, so Angela, really weird publication history, was originally a Spawn character. Mm. And it was a character Neil Gaiman created for Spawn. And uh -huh. won in the lawsuit with Todd McFarlane over creative control over characters from Spawn. So Neil Gaiman brought her over to Marvel. And she is the long lost sister of Thor and Loki. Um, she huh. is an angel from the tenth realm, so there are ten realms in the in the um, Marvel cosmic mythology, and um, it's the place is called Heaven, and they're angels, and there's a undergroup of them that are, and they're all female. There's an huh. undergroup of them that are all male that are just supposed to be like worshippers and supporters, and they're not allowed to leave the dark in in a way. Um, uh -huh. Angel finds. Sarah there and Sarah is transgender and makes a deal with Angela that if you help me get into the right gender, I will help you on your quest. I forget exactly what the quest was at the time because uh -huh. the whole series is told through flashbacks of like Angela and Sarah doing a thing. And then people ask like, who's this Angela character? And Sarah goes, let me tell you a story. <laughs> um, like that's a lot of what that uh, series is, but it's fan It's phenomenal. Um, so Angela helps Sarah transition and then they're a couple for their entire solo ish. They had like several mini series. They had Angela, um, mm -hmm. Asgard's assassin, Angela, queen of hell. And then when they did the secret wars event, they had a mini series, um, like in like witch hunter, Angela, where she's a witch hunter. Um, but yeah, they're my favorite. And Marvel has kind of like shipped them off to space and not touched yeah. them in a while, but like they're my absolute favorite. And like real quick, I can get you the cover so you can see what I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah, um, they they sound really great because yeah, I'm I'm surprised I've I've never heard of the ship before. Um, but it makes sense now if Marvel swept them under the rug, unfortunately. So it's three uh, that they're in. Uh, she's introduced in the original Sin storyline, like mm -hmm. the the Thor and Loki tie-in original Sin. She's introduced. Angela's introduced. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, yeah, Angela. Um, oh, here I'll zoom in on. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Oh, that's so, really cool. As Asgard's assassin, um, and then Angela, Queen of Hell. So the Angela, and then Sarah. Um, and then 1602 Witch Hunter. That's so, awesome. Yeah, definitely check them out. Uh, yeah, they're my favorite. So. I'll say I have to now because you speak mm -hmm. so highly of them and those covers alone looked really cool. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, I think that's the cool thing of ships too mm -hmm. is that, yeah, it's mm -hmm. cool to hear ships you've never heard before, mm -hmm. but it's also mm -hmm. still really nice to talk about the ship yeah. everybody's talking about. And, yeah. and like you said, Dylan, mm -hmm. there's there's a reason why everybody's talking about it. And there's also mm -hmm. a reason that DC has noticed and they're capitalizing on it every mm -hmm. second they can now after mm -hmm. they rejected yep. it for years. I wonder mm -hmm. why they 
switch oh, yeah. so quickly. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they had this weird period where they're like, oh, well, yeah, but they're, they're not like that. They're, I'm, they're the, very it, obviously together, but they're kind, they're not it was, because it's different. Yeah. It was We're right not after say how it's different, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It was right after Connor and Palmiotti's run, yeah, mm-hmm. where uh, mm-hmm. and I probably butchered their names. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I love them both because um, they're really the ones that you know they made that ship a thing. Number mm-hmm. one and two, mm-hmm. they really revolutionized Harley's character a lot too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like right after that, there was that period where they had like that Harley and Ivy road trip, which I mm-hmm. think I saw uh, Carol Ann post about on Twitter, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Stay away from her." I was like, "She's right, stay away," because that's literally where they're like, "We're straight best friends on their road trip." Right uh-huh. after they had been in a polyamorous mm-hmm. relationship for mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so many books, and you yeah. were like. What which which this? which makes the fact that they now have a road trip book, the Eat Bang Kill Tour series, which is fantastic. It was book. fantastic. It was like, yes, this is what you should have done. Um, if you like Harley and uh, Ivy, also DC Bombshells, yes, really explores their relationship. And DC Bombshells is great because it's like basically all the characters are queer. Yeah, I have I have all nine yeah. of the series. Yeah, it's like. Um, guess what? You want que- you you want sapphic love? Everyone, <laughs> everyone is it, queer in that it. book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned the Eat Bang Kill tour because if you um if you guys are a fan of the Harley Quinn show, which I know a lot of people that watch this show are. Um, and you haven't read this one. I don't know how if you follow me on Twitter because I want to shut up about it. The whole time it was coming out. Every single week it was my number one. And people were getting mm-hmm. annoyed. They're like, Lauren, something else can be your number one. I was like, not when that's out. No. Absolutely no. not. No. Absolutely not. Har- Harley and Ivy on page in love. No. Listen, yeah. they're kinky, chaotic idiots. And I love them. That's it. That's all yeah. that matters. So yeah. if you have not read the Eat, Bang, Kill tour, mm-hmm. you should. And thank God they announced that the Harley Quinn anime series is finally coming back for season mm-hmm. three this summer. Because it's been like yeah. two years at least. Mm-hmm. And they're getting a new um, comic series, another limited run, similar yep. to the Eat, Bang, Kill tour. Same writer and everything. So I'm so freaking excited. I'm so yeah. glad they got mm-hmm. the, the same team and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we wrap up... Mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, show the uh, last panel I had for today mm-hmm. um, in terms of it's funny because this couple mm-hmm. has never became big, even though they mm-hmm. very well could have. Mm-hmm. Um, so North Star was the first Marvel character to have a gay wedding, basically, I guess, in Astonishing X-Men number 51. Um, mm-hmm. So North Star is often known just mm-hmm. by that fact, you know, one of the mm-hmm. first, if not the first out Marvel character or whatever. Um, but nobody really thinks anything about his husband. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we yeah. know about him? He's been in a couple X books, but like sort of in like the background, like, oh, hi, everyone. And it's like, oh, that's just the gay husband in the background. What, what, you know? What's his name? North Star's husband? I, that's his I, name, I, right? <laughs> North husband. I think it's exactly. Kyle, but maybe I'm mixing him up with somebody. I thought it was Kyle. What's funny is I actually just reread the Astonishing X Men series a few days ago, and I still can't tell you his name. <laughs> oh man, oh. this poor guy—he just—he's just there, like nobody knows, you know. But that is—is is that representation? I don't know. It's as much representation as someone could say. Oh, look. 
Jane Foster's in this Thor thing from the 70s. Women in comics. It's like, <laughs> no, no, not yeah, the same. Um, yeah, that, that's why, uh, like you said earlier, bombshells exist. And Eric makes mm-hmm. a great point. Not only is it fantastic because it is, but it's also fantastic because they punch Nazis. It's always great. Fun for everyone. Yeah. Punching Nazis is always a win. <laughs> Punching Nazis is always a win. Oh, did you see, um, I hate to get off topic, did you see, um, pay, uh, they had a, um, so it was a Pride in Idaho, where mm-hmm. like these like Patriot Front people were going to call it like these, this anti, this anti- um lgbtq hate group like there were like 30 of these white dudes in a u-haul headed to the pride fest to cause to mess shit up police Mm -hmm. pulled them over and pulled them all out and this is video of all of them sitting in the grass in handcuffs and i'm just like ah like this is amazing yes i saw something earlier Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's Mm -hmm. from that or something else Mm -hmm. but there's a there were pictures and Mm -hmm. people are like i love that they just amassed these nazis like they were people that was it that was it taking the hoods off and like Mm -hmm. look at these assholes like yeah yeah that was it yeah i love that that's pretty great i we we love to see um justice happen every once in a Mm -hmm. while you know we'd love to see it more but thank god it happen sometimes mm-hmm. well thank you guys so much for coming on and looking thank at gay things much. with me and mm-hmm. sharing your kickstarter mm-hmm. and and talking about you know number ones mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. why companies are great but they can do better <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah dylan do you want to uh plug yourself where can people find you um anything else you want to add uh you can uh you can find me at uh, twitter as stuffed rock one word uh that's wh- that's where i'm most active you know, um, and uh, if you aren't sure if you want to uh, get into Mara, you can find the the website at mara-comic.com, and you can read what we're doing there. It's updated every week. So if you're not if you're on the fence about it, check it out there. Uh, I I want people to read the comic. If you can't afford to back it, I still want you to read it. Awesome. awesome yeah we we love accessibility um we love um you know just being able to to read good things that that is really important so i, I highly commend you for that and that's super kind of you because i know you know again you know we want to also get paid for our work and i know you want to get paid for your work but it's it's cool you're trying to find a balance between both yeah and jamie where do you uh where are you at plug yourself what else do you do all that wonderful stuff Awesome. So as you can see, I'm at Jamie Geeks Out on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. Um, often posting about comics and whatever's popping into my head. Um, I write reviews over at foreveryonemedia.com under Here Everyone Reviews. Uh, I post reviews every Friday. Uh, this week for Pride, the first week of Pride, we ta- I talked about Die uh, by Karen mm-hmm. Gill and Stephanie Hans. This week I did a thing called Truth. Uh, next week, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Girl Haven. And then the next week, I'm still trying to decide because it's whatever I read and pops into my head going, Ooh, I could write stuff about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do streaming through for everyone media. We have things about, uh, we have panel royales where we discuss a topic last night. We talked about um, role-playing games as a way to figure out and grow our identities. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we have comic cocktail hours where we read and talk about comic books. Um, and then we have game nights where we do one shot D and D things. Um, so yeah, follow us there. We have over on Twitch at for everyone media, for I also do podcasting with the girls talk comics. So 
you know, that's also there through for everyone media. So come check us out. We also have stickers for sale. Um, this Ooh. month we have several stickers that are um, our pride month stickers. We have name brand gay as a sticker, nice. um, my nickname. Um, we have a trans rights or human rights as well as a couple others. Um, those stickers, uh, anytime, any purchases, any proceeds we get from them, we're donating this month uh, for those stickers, those specific pride stickers, those donations always go to Equality Florida. It's a um, group here in Florida uh, that's uh, fighting the Don't Say Gay bill, as well as all the anti-trans and other anti-LGBTQ efforts going on in the state of Florida. Um, in addition, all of our stickers this month, uh, during Pride Month donations, any money we make off those also go to Equality Florida. So yeah, come check us out, forevermedia.com, our Twitter handle, same thing. So yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. God, you, you do like more than me now. I, I, I didn't realize it's, people it's, were as crazy as I am. <laughs> I got for everyone media. We, we created as a place where anyone and everyone can come find and talk about stuff they love. And we also created mm -hmm. as a way where our streaming people, our podcasting people, our writing people can all come together and help each other and do other things. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Yeah. Thank you to Dylan. No, thank you well. for having me. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. Make sure you check them all out, you guys. And again, before we get out, just wanted to say another happy birthday to Eric. If you guys haven't uh, said yeah. happy birthday, Eric, make sure you do check him out um, on Twitter. Really great guy. Yeah. Um, and with that said, guys, I hope everyone has a wonderful week and we'll yeah. see you next time in the neighborhood. Yeah.